0: Well, a gracious good Monday morning to you. This is Mike.
1: And I'm Mary. Welcome to Mondays with
0: Mike and Mary. I wish you could see this beautiful shirt that my wife has on that says, Making the American Dream Come True.
1: Yeah, I love when clients give me shirts. I love to wear them and (laughs) think of my clients in my off time and all the friends we've made all over the country, right?
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for being our friend. Uh, We get to do the highlights from our recent coaching calls on these podcasts and we pick one parade of techniques each and one ask the experts questions each. That's usually our format unless we deviate from the format, but I hope we're not going to do that today. (laughs) I don't know because we don't rehearse these. (laughs) So here we go. Do you have a parade of techniques. Man. I
1: do indeed. I've got a student sending e-property watch link out to his customers and what it does is it does a snapshot of their neighborhood. Who's refinancing? That's Mm. a little scary, isn't it, that we can all have access to that?
0: Augmented intelligence. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And who's selling and what do they sell for and all of that. Now, I'm certainly not recommending this product because I really don't know much about it. But if you are sending something that informs the neighborhood, first of all, I think that's really smart, don't you, Michael? Mm -hmm. But here's what I love and the reason I'm bringing this up as the Parade of Techniques today He's sending this out by email using this system, right? And most of us are sending something out by email using the system. But here's what he's doing that's cool and unique. He's texting the people to make sure that they received it. So he's getting a double bang for the buck. I absolutely love the idea of following up an email with a text. And what he's been finding, because he's been doing this for the last few weeks, is that people are saying, oh, thanks, I didn't see it. Or it went into my spam account. Or I should give you a better email address. Uh-huh. And isn't that what is supposed to be happening? Creating a dialogue by informing people and then following up. I love the idea. CPR. CPR.
0: Close personal relationships. That's right. Create that expectation about
1: the go-to source for real estate. Love it. That's a great tip. Building relationships, just yeah. like Floyd teaches us to do. What have you got for Parade Techniques? Pre-listing appointment package. Oh, there's a new concept. Two parts. <laughs> Part
0: one, what you should expect from every agent. Ooh. I really love that phrase. And then, of course, part two, what you can also expect from me. A differentiator right up front before you even get in the door. I love that format. I think that's very smart. Here's what you can expect from every agent or should expect. And here's what you also get from me.
1: Oh, I love that. And sent electronically Mm -hmm. prior to the time they first see you, meet you. Some of them won't open it, but they got it. And that makes you different and better than anybody else that they haven't yet met. Right. I love it.
0: And, you know, I've I've gotten a lot of uh, conversations recently about my listing presentation and enhancing it and upgrading it and making it modern. And, you know, the listing presentation is all about step two. It's not step three. Step two is when you sit with the seller and ask questions and listen. And take notes, and show them that you care about what matters to them, and that's how you get them to list with you before it's even time to do any kind of presentation. But I like that pre-list appointment package idea.
1: I uh, I almost chose listen as my parade of techniques. Yeah. It's interesting you brought that up because we had a conversation about that on one of our calls this week, and it was be a listener. You all, out there in listening land, you all know people that are not listeners, where you can barely get a word in edgewise. And when you do, it's only a springboard for them to go off on a rant about themselves or their own lives. Listening is a skill to be developed. And if you haven't developed that skill, you will become a more powerful salesperson when you do.
0: Love it. So... We're on to masterminding with our Ask the Experts questions. Oh,
1: I got a good one. Here it is. I've got a student whose spouse has recently delved into a new world. She's working for a charity. She's really jazzed, really excited, but she's moving in new circles than ever before. Yeah. Well, now, the realtor spouse is brought along too, right? Because sure. there's things you bring your spouse to. couples. So yeah. So how do I tap in to that new market, those new circles? How do I utilize these new relationships that my spouse is forming and inform everyone I'm a realtor without being too pushy, Don't you know, without be a being, being agent. too aggressive? Yes. So here is a whole list of ways to try and capture some of those people. So first of all, Label your car, whether that's old-fashioned 1985 car signs or whether you have graphics drawn all over your car, whether you wrap your car. Well, that's
0: what it's called, wrapping the car. Oh,
1: I've got some students that are doing that. Wear work clothes. So that includes your name tag, of course, but make sure you're showing up to these events having come from a real estate piece of work, you know, a a showing or a listing appointment or at at least looking
0: like you did.
1: Well, exactly. Talk real estate, uh, offer, give away folding chairs. And this was a parade of techniques from last week. And it came up again this week, completely different group, but you know, people bring folding chairs to sporting events and watch their children and grandchildren play in soccer. And if your logo was on that, uh, we have a student that got a listing last week because he gave a folding chair away like eight years ago.
0: I've seen some of them that are pretty elaborate too. They have like a canopy over the oh, top. Oh, yeah. And you can drink go crazy if you want. Love it.
1: Yeah. And then just, you know, look for opportunities to sponsor. So, where are the copies always made? Oh, my office will always make copies for free for you. Yeah. Um, bring coffee cups with the logo on it bring napkins with the logo on it. But you know, this whole concept of, you know, this is your spouse's thing, but guess what? You are always the sponsor. You're sponsoring without having to write an additional check because that spouse's salary is part of your sponsorship, right? Like, so look for uh, opportunities to be on the back of something, a playbill or a magazine or a paper. Look for opportunities to have a tent and give away things at marathons, community events, or wherever this new charity is being sponsored. You are too. Um, So anyway, I thought that was really neat. We came up with so many great ideas. How about you? Fantastic. Ask the experts. I know we're so powerful when we, you know, that's that whole concept of R Squared. We unite our minds in harmony with a common objective to help each other become more successfully. And so ideas just fly around. It's so much fun.
0: Well, my Ask the Experts is a little bit coincidental with your Pareto technique. Seriously. A little synchronicitous. Yeah, it's about texting. Cool. Yes. Uh, one of our students had a listing that sold. And six days after the acceptance by the seller, the buyer texts, we've changed our minds.
1: To the selling to agent? To the listing
0: agent. To the listing agent? Yeah. Oh. We want out of the deal. Okay. We've changed our minds via text. Yeah, that's nice. Seriously?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Talk so, about rude, huh? What do I do was the question. What do I do? And. The first thing that came up is this is not a legally formalized termination. So you can't put the house back on the market until it's legally terminated. It has to be done formally. Well, of With, course. like, signatures, True a text that. doesn't do it. These, these are people who click on something on Amazon and are surprised when it shows up on their porch, you know. So computer business isn't real. That's what came out of that. Here's what else. Who has the deposit? Whatever happened to CTO? Come on. You can't put the house back on the market until, but like all ask the experts questions, you want to take it to the next level, which is, okay, what's the lesson I can learn from this and what can I put in place to prevent it from happening again? And what you might want to put in place to prevent it is a couple of questions that you ask the buyer agent when they inform you they have an offer coming in. Okay. I'm not asking you what the offer is. What I am asking is, have you met the buyers? Oh! Have you done a come into the office interview? Are they pre-approved? And here's a question, are they aware that you can't terminate a deal via text? Are they aware of all the formal ways that we cement a transaction and keep it going and terminate a transaction. There's better ways to probably ask that question, but uh, an ounce of prevention up front. It's like what we, we advise our, our students when you're the buyer's agent to interview the listing agent before putting your offer together. Yeah. Well, what this Ask the experts is saying is interview the buyer's agent when you're the listing agent about their offer before you even show it to your sellers to make sure that stuff like this doesn't happen. Yes.
1: I'm going to wager a little guess that the deposit, the earnest money, was so small that the buyers were willing to walk away from it.
0: It's probably true.
1: You know, I just heard of two transactions where the the buyer had put down in one case $500, in the other case $1,000 on a $400,000 property. I mean, like that's like walking away from a washer.
0: Say no, like you don't believe us.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. No. Yeah, what are they buying a car? No. Yeah, really. I mean, people walk away from $500 bucks. Sure. Gosh, so we can keep our transactions together when we insist on a higher amount of earnest money. And I can remember saying to buyers, well, I mean, you know, you're going to buy it, right? So then what's the harm? You're going to give them this money anyway. So you have nothing to lose by putting it up front, and you have everything to gain. And what do you have to gain? Knockout competition who maybe were, were willing to overbid but have $500 down yeah, for an right. earnest money check, et cetera. And that is a way to cement those transactions together, too. So be bold out there, you it's, know?
0: It's a competitive advantage. Duh, especially yeah. when you're in a comparison situation with multiple offers. It just makes sense to do that and it doesn't cost you
1: anything. It just makes sense.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy these podcasts and share them with your friends. We have a a ball doing them, so thank you.
1: We do indeed, (laughs) bye-bye.